0: 97.9 FM WCHL is pleased to present Caring Connections with Nicole Bruno. Nicole has over 15 years of experience as a geriatric social worker and administrator working in the long-term care industry to include skilled nursing care, Alzheimer's care, adult day care, and home care. She also worked as a family caregiver. In addition, Nicole co founded a nonprofit at The Triangle that specializes in support for caregivers. Now, Caring Connections with Nicole Bruno.
1: Hello, and thank you for joining us for this episode of Caring Connections. This is Nicole Bruner, your host, and joining me today is Anne Browning, who is the marketing coordinator of Home Watch Caregivers of the Triangle. And she's here today to talk to us about an amazing program that they're kicking off called Stockings of Joy. Good morning, Anne. Welcome. Good morning, Nicole. Thanks for having me. So Stockings of Joy, talk to us a little bit about that program. What exactly
2: is that? Stockings of Joy is something that we've decided to do this year. Uh, We're planning to collect 300 to 350 uh, filled stockings and distribute them to uh, hospice patients in the Triangle and uh, families in need in the Triangle.
1: So when you say families of need, are we talking about children or is this specifically focusing on older adults? It's
2: specifically focusing on older adults. Okay.
1: Okay. So it's a special program just for our seniors in the community versus Absolutely. kind of like Toys for Tots, which is more for children. Right. Okay. So why did Home Watch caregivers decide to do this stockings program?
2: Uh, Home Watch is always trying to figure out ways that we can give back to the community. The community has been very, very good to us over the years and we've been very blessed. And so we we like to give back to the community in ways that we can. In the past, we have done programs like um, blanket drives. We've we've donated to different um, area agencies that support seniors. Uh, and this year, we just thought we wanted to do something a little bit more personal, and um, and came up with this idea. And what we really like about it is that it is going to be supporting seniors and people in healthcare in the community, as well as partnering with others in the community that serve the same population to uh, to support our goal.
1: That sounds amazing. So. How and when will you start
2: collecting these items for your stockings? Uh, that's a great question. Um, we are going to be delivering festively wrapped collection boxes mm-hmm. uh, next, starting next week, the first week of festively November. Festively wrapped, day. Festively <laughs> That's wrapped. a very cute way of talking about it. <laughs> um, the first, believe it or not, it's almost November. I know. Um, the first week of November, uh, we will be delivering festively wrapped boxes to uh, businesses and communities, senior communities in the area who have... Um, decided they want to partner with us. Mm -hmm. And for the month of December excuse me, for the month of November, um, we're asking their customers, their residents, their residents' families to help us collect items for the stockings. And then we will be picking the boxes up the first week of December, putting together the stockings and then delivering them to the agencies uh, who will be benefiting the first week, second week of December.
1: So for those listening right now might be thinking, well, what is an appropriate item to put in a stocking for an older adult? What types of things are you looking for?
2: Um, We're looking for thinking about, you know, the Christmas holidays, comfort and joy. Mm -hmm. um thinking about maybe toiletries uh things that might uh warm their hearts a little bit socks and gloves maybe some tea bags hot chocolate uh the instant um soup mixes maybe ciders that kind of thing um small games playing cards uh pencils markers i know right now um coloring books for adults are kind of in vogue Mm -hmm. that kind of thing might be fun uh travel size toiletries Mm -hmm. um nail polish and, and um, emery boards, those kind of things, um, things small enough to fit in um, into the stockings. So you're not asking folks to actually donate stockings. You're asking
1: them to donate the items to go inside. Correct. So they're not going to be giving like a pre-made stocking
2: per se. Right. We're not asking people to donate stockings. We're asking for people to um, to. Donate, donate items <laughs> to go in the stockings, exactly. And if someone um, is so inclined, we're we're happy to accept gift cards so that mm-hmm. we can purchase items to put into the stockings as well.
1: So for those listening to the program, what communities in our
2: in Orange County, County catchment area are actually collecting? Um, there are different um, different communities. The Brookdale communities, the Carolon, um Carolina Meadows, I believe, is doing it, and the the um, Orange County area. Uh, Council on Aging as well as the Chatham County Council on Aging. And how about your office? And folks... of course our office in um, in Chapel Hill off uh, on Dobbins Drive. We're happy to accept donations there as well.
1: So you talked a little bit about
2: who will benefit from receiving these stockings,
1: but how are you actually going to go about identifying those people in need?
2: We are actually not going to be delivering the stockings to the end recipients ourselves. Oh, okay. We're going to be working with, uh, as I said earlier, the uh, Orange County Council on Aging as well as the Chatham County Council on Aging and five different hospice agencies in the area. So we'll be delivering the stockings to those agencies for them to determine who receives the stockings.
1: Oh, okay. So they're going to take that burden off of you because that's got to be a hard decision to make, I would suspect, for sure.
2: Exactly. And we don't know those, those people as well as, well, we don't know them at all, more than likely. And and so we're letting them um, make those decisions. So for those listening today, what other types of programs
1: have you heard about in the community that help older adults around the holiday times? Have you ever heard of anything else that goes on that might be something for folks who are thinking about making donations or, um, you know, just generally supporting older adults in the community? You mentioned Orange County Department on Aging. If folks are looking to make end-of-year gifts, Would that be a good...
2: I think that the best bet would be the Orange County Department on Aging or the local county Department on Aging. Mm -hmm. Um, If if someone doesn't have a specific idea of where they want to, to donate the funds, because they... They are in touch with a lot of other agencies as well mm-hmm. who support that com- that community and that demographic. So that would be a great place to start.
1: I think a lot of times people forget how truly isolated the older adult population really is, and it can be a very very lonely time, specifically around the holidays when folks are remembering people in their lives who have since passed. Um, you know, you always see those warm friendly movies where the whole family's together hugging and kissing, and you know if you're the last one left in your family. That must be a very very sad sad place to be. Talk Talk to us a little bit about home watch caregivers and really what the role of a caregiver plays in helping decrease isolation for that
2: individual. Right, uh, having a caregiver in the home is a is a very um, important decision, and it's a decision that people should make very carefully in choosing the caregiver. Um, home watch. Uh, tries really hard to make a great match with a caregiver and the client to make sure that there's a good connection as far as interests, as far as uh, some people like people who are more talkative around Mm -hmm. them, some people don't. And so having a caregiver who can help that senior be engaged um, socially and mentally and being engaged in their own caregiving is really important as far as that person, that senior um, really having quality of life.
1: That's amazing. So we are going to take a quick break. Joining me today is Ann Browning. She's the marketing coordinator for Home Watch Caregivers of the Triangle, and she's just talked to us about a very heartwarming little program called Stockings of Joy. And if folks want to get more information about that program, they can give her a call at any time at 919-599-9926. That's 919-599-9926. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Nicole Bruno, your host of Caring Connections, and joining me today is Anne Browning, who is the marketing coordinator of HomeWatch Caregivers of the Triangle, talking to us about the Stockings of Joy program, which we are, have already highlighted, but we will be sure to touch back on that again for contact information at the end of the show. But I really wanted to talk a little bit to Anne about what exactly is home care. There is a lot of confusion out there, and I know we've talked about this before on the show a while ago, but I just think... It's just so confusing, you know. Sometimes durable medical equipment companies call themselves home care agencies. Sometimes uh, skilled home health companies call themselves home care agencies. What exactly is a home care agency?
2: You're right, there, Nicole. There is a lot of confusion because of kind of the names that companies have chosen uh, for themselves. Even within the the healthcare mm-hmm. community, there's a lot of confusion. So, mm-hmm. a home care agency is what they call non-skilled. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't. Which means, um, which means that mm-hmm. it doesn't require an order from a doctor. the uh, The client does not have to be homebound, and um, it's usually not covered by insurance unless it's long term care insurance. Okay. As- primarily private pay. And um, the CNAs who are the caregivers, um, they do they do hands-on care. They can do bathing, grooming, dressing, toileting, those kind of things, but they also do things like, like housekeeping meal preparation, um, keeping the area where the client uh, spends most of their time um, neat and clean and tidy so it's safe and mm-hmm. safe environment for them. They can do also just companionship, help with um, transportation to and from appointments and to church functions wherever they want to go. Um, as opposed to what a home health agency does, which is what they call that skilled care, where that uh, requires an order from a doctor, mm-hmm. um, the person has to have a status of being homebound, and the services are provided by a, a nurse, a physical therapist, a speech therapist, or an occupational therapist.
1: Okay. So that's basically the big, the big difference there, folks that are listening. So when you think about home care then— it doesn't sound like there's really any boundary as far as who might be admitted to a home care agency, but what does your typical client look like? If I were to picture right in front of me sitting someone who's receiving home care for your agency, how would
2: you describe them? Most of our clients are older people. Um, in in needing care they may have had some kind of medical incident that happens maybe they've been hospitalized or in rehab and they're coming home and they're not as strong as they once were or maybe it's someone who's just getting older who needs extra care in the home or 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 requests extra care Mm -hmm. it may be uh, an older person who's um not able to safely drive anymore, and they just really need help to and from appointments and maybe some companionship, um, all the way to those people who do need that full hands-on care. A lot of what we do is respite care, um, giving a break to that person's spouse who's the Mm full-time caregiver, or maybe the adult child who's trying to balance between their families and their mom and dad and taking them um, to appointments and and trying not to take as much time off of work and really giving, um, giving those loved ones peace of mind that that person's being well taken care of uh, while they can do what they need to do for themselves.
1: So let's tie back a little bit to that companionship comment that you made, because that really goes into what we were talking about regarding the stockings of joy. Do you really find that there are some clients of yours that really are are just relying upon your agency because they truly are lonely and they really, while there's some things that you could be doing for them, this caregiver really becomes ingrained in and part of their family unit?
2: That absolutely happens. We we're we're very careful about matching the right caregiver with the right client. And they really do become like part of the family. Um it's it's it could be a double edged sword though, couldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it can be, it can be. But um but having that that right relationship and having that person comfortable with having our caregiver in the home, having that family comfortable that this is a trusted person mm-hmm. who can help take care of their loved one. Um and and giving that that client the the companionship and the just the one-on-one contact that that so many older people really do suffer from missing
1: mhm so kind of stepping away from companionship for a moment i mean home care does exist it's it's regulated and there are specific tasks that a certified nursing assistant can provide to an individual in the home
2: so what are some of the things that they can do uh more of the hands-on care, people who need more care, they can definitely help with getting getting that client up in the morning, um Providing them with a nutritious breakfast, um, perhaps maybe even making a meal for later on in the day, putting it in the refrigerator or putting a meal in the freezer, uh, making sure they're taking their medications properly, Mm -hmm. um, getting them dressed, taking them to appointments if they need to go to the appointments. Um, Some clients who really don't get out well, um, you know, we do help with with bathing them Mm -hmm. in the mornings as well as um, whatever kind of bathroom activities that they have to do that that take a lot of time. And sometimes the family members, they don't have as much patience as our caregivers do mm-hmm. and um, and it really lets, lets that family member be the family member again and takes that caregiving burden off of them uh, so they can they can uh, maybe better be that just that that loved one so it sounds like if a
1: family utilized the services of home care agency that they really would be truly almost a linchpin in that continuum of care, because it sounds like out of all the different types of services that a person may be receiving in their home, whether they were going to an adult daycare program here or there, having some skilled home health come in, uh, going to see their primary care physician, so on and so forth, it sounds like the home care agency's CNA probably has the most face time. Is that correct?
2: That's absolutely true, because even if someone has a hospice um, support or home health support, if uh, if they do have a CNA coming in to help, it's only going to be maybe uh, two times a week for an hour at a time. This is your CNA? No, no, no. This, no, no. Is... this would be a, a CNA with a home health or a hospice agency. Okay. Okay. Um, it's, it's a very, very short, limited amount of time that they're available, whereas with home care, we can provide it a couple of hours at a time. We can provide 24-7, depending on what that client really needs. And so it really does fill in the gaps um, of a lot of other services.
1: So then I would suspect that your nurses and your, your administrative staff and your caregivers have to be able to work very closely with these other agencies. Talk to me about how that communication works, Absolutely. and sometimes doesn't. <laughs> yeah.
2: um, in, in the best of situations, um, we have open communication with the other organizations that are supporting the same client. Uh, we all want the best for that client, and because our caregivers are, are going to be in there more often than their staff or their their, their clinicians are going to be, uh, making sure that the other agencies know what we're seeing, know what we're doing, if, especially if we see any changes for the, the better or the worse, um, those open lines of communication are so important to make sure that that client gets the best care. So if I were
1: looking to hire a home care agency for a loved one of mine, just real quick in the next 30 seconds or so, tell me some quick tips of things I should ask when I give that first call.
2: That's a great question. Um, You definitely want to make sure that the caregivers are employees of that agency, fully licensed, bonded, insured, um, that they're uh, provided lots and lots of training, that they're screened, uh, drug screening, and um, Uh, driving um records and whatnot. driving records yeah and um and the training um that's continual monthly trainings at least and um and supervised make sure that there's great supervision with the with the nursing staff um and uh and and when you call make sure that that organization is asking you a lot of questions Mm -hmm. um it should be them asking more questions than than you
1: Awesome. Well, we're going to take a quick break. Joining me today again is Ann Browning, who is the marketing coordinator of HomeWatch Caregivers of the Triangle. And we are talking about their Stockings of Joy program, but also a little bit of information about what home care is and how it might be able to help you today. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Nicole Bruno, your host of Caring Connections. And joining me today is Anne Browning, who is the Marketing Coordinator of Home Watch Caregivers of the Triangle. And you've done a great job talking to us a little bit about home care and why it might be something that could help a family situation that someone listening today may be going through, whether it's for themselves or for a loved one under their care. But just real quick, I would love for you to recap that Stockings of Joy program and let the listeners know where also they can find these boxes to fill them
2: up for, with stocking stuffers. Yes, the Stockings of Joy will be uh, collecting items to fill stockings to deliver to 300 or 350 people uh, being served by hospice agencies and people in need in the community. And uh, we are placing collection boxes uh, in the area, um, in the Chapel Hill-Durham area, Morgan Stanley and Chapel Hill, Caroline of Hillsboro, Hill City Church, Chatham Ridge Assisted Living, the Brookdale Communities, Atria Walk, and Signature Healthcare all are going to have com, um, collection boxes, as well as our office, of course, uh, in Chapel Hill on Dobbins Drive, the HomeWatch Caregiver's office.
1: Wonderful. So uh, how do we get information about HomeWatch
2: caregivers if we have a loved one that we'd like to start to receive care with? You can call either myself at 919-599-9926 or Rachel McFadder at 919-928-3331 and either one of us will be happy to um, to answer your questions and direct you in the in the right places. And really briefly,
1: Anne, what does that admission assessment process look like from the initial call to receiving a caregiver in the home? How long does that typically take just for those people who are potentially are procrastinators listening
2: today? Right. We 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 like to do it and a comfort level of the person calling um, if we need to if if we certainly try to do it the same day if it's something that that person needs usually it's within a day or two if that person wants so it's a typical phone call we ask lots of questions find out what the situation is um, and um, and and send a nurse out to do an assessment Mm -hmm. uh, talk with the family talk with the caregivers talk with the client and then uh, match up a a caregiver and get it started so
1: if folks want to make a referral to home watch caregivers how do they go about doing that
2: They can call, um, the main number in Chapel Hill is 919-960-6038. And your website, please? Our website is homewatchcaregivers.com.
1: Thank you so much for joining us today, Anne. Um, as always, you may email your caring questions too, caring at 1360wchl.com. And for those of you listening, I think it's just a fabulous idea to donate some items to that Stockings of Joy program. And I think that will definitely warm your heart to be helping an older adult this holiday season. Thank you so much and have a wonderful day. The purpose of Caring Connections is to educate listeners to help improve the quality of life for families, for professional caregivers, as well as those people affected with Alzheimer's disease.
0: Caring Connections with Nicole Bruno is supported by Watch Caregivers. You can hear this and any other program of Caring Connections on WCHL's website, chapelboro.com. Be sure to email questions to caring at 1360wchl.com. Caring Connections is a presentation of 97.9 FM, WCHL, Chapel Hill carboroughs News, Talk, and Tar Heel Station.